Welcome to Northgate Christian Fellowship's weekly message series. And now, here is Pastor Jeff Stewart. I remember those black and white Thanksgivings when I was little. I think Rick Small might have too. There's a few of you out here <laughs> that did. My kids thought, you know, for a while that everything was in black and white back then. They were looking at all the old movies and stuff. In the beginning, when God created us, in Genesis, something phenomenal happened where he provided for us the means to sustain ourselves. And we forget about that because everything is, as Ken was saying, is readily at hand for us. But I'd just like to read from Genesis 1 as a reminder. God blessed them. These are the people that he made. And said to them, be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Then God said, I give you every seed-bearing plant on the face of the whole earth, the face of the whole earth, and every tree that has fruit with seed in it, they will be yours for food. And to all the beasts of the earth and all the birds of the air and all the creatures that move on the ground, everything that has breath of life in it, I give every green plant for food. And it was so. Last week, or just this week, I was over at Rayleigh's and I noticed you know, Wednesday, I was trying to get in there early before the crowd was in there and, and saw, even in the morning, it was just starting to muster all the people. But I went to the produce area because I wanted to get mushrooms to put in the stuffing and sneak it in there, chop it up real fine because my son doesn't like mushrooms. <laughs> and, and I noticed the produce area, there's a lot of people in the produce area, and the produce was just packed. It's just all kinds of stuff there. I hadn't seen normally because people were expected to buy that stuff. Then I realized, you know, the after that produce is no longer good, it's thrown out. And, and it rots. And as you think about it, what a waste that is. I realized that God made the produce that way for a purpose that is kind of cyclical for us in that he produced each thing to grow out of the ground and to be brought forth. And if we look at the fruit on the tree and it isn't picked, it, it falls. It looks like it's no good anymore and becomes broken and rotten. But what happens is it really becomes rich again for the ground. And the seeds will go into the ground and becomes compost. All the stuff that we don't use, we put in the compost. It stinks. It seems like it's broken. But it really enlivens the ground and it produces again. And something happened right after God made us where chaos was brought about because of because of our own self-centeredness, but God's blessings didn't stop. They didn't stop. God kept producing things for us. And he says in Ezekiel 36, 29 and 30, I will save you from all your uncleanness. I will call for the grain and make it plentiful and will not bring famine upon you. I will increase the fruit of the trees and the crops of the field so that you will no longer suffer disgrace among the nations because of famine. We're going to have a few people share, and you're going to hear and learn from the resources within their lives where things could be produced for good, but there's also some things in our lives that that can be produced that don't seem to be producing good, that are broken, that seem to be rotten. But God has a purpose for all of us. And as you hear from them, I want you to draw from the resource they have to identify with how God has brought forth the goodness, the richness in their lives. I'm going to first call on Mitch DeSimone, and then we're going to hear from Wendy Clark, and then finally we're going to hear 
from, uh, who did I have in there? You got no program? It is Michael Payton. So listen to them and draw from their lives. Good morning, and uh, happy Thanksgiving to all. Uh, today, I'm going to share what I'm thankful for, and mostly today I'm thankful that we all have, a, all have a place to come and worship our Lord Jesus Christ, and a beautiful place indeed. Um, I want to thank God today that I have a relationship restored with my mother and my brother and my niece and nephews. Um, June, uh, excuse me, December 15th of 06, I entered into recovery home in Pittsburgh, then later went to Brentwood uh, Recovery House. I'm a drug addict, recovering drug addict, and in the last uh, uh, 11 months, God has blessed me with uh, a new place to live here in Benicia and a new church. I'm glad to be a part of with the North Gate. And um, hopefully um, my relationship with my son and God's timing will be restored because drugs took that away from me, took a lot of things away from me. Um, but I've drawn closer to God through these last 11 months because uh, when you're using drugs, it puts a blanket over your spirituality. Spirituality, excuse me, I'm nervous. And I'm grateful today that I'm not. I'm clean and sober today. And I'm able to have a relationship with my Lord and my family. And uh, I'm very, very thankful for that. And my mother and my brother have been a real strong inspiration. They're both, my mother's in Al-Anon and my brother's uh, um, recovering as well. And he's been a great inspiration to me. And uh, I guess that's it. I'm very thankful today. My name is Wendy. And 11 years ago, I was diagnosed with a fast-growing lymphoma, and at that time, my oldest daughter was two, and I had a baby that was five months old, and so in a second, our lives went off in a direction that we weren't expecting, and I didn't feel well most of the time as the treatment was pretty aggressive. I was in the hospital a lot, and we had to rely on a lot of friends to help us with our kids and to help us with our house and help us with everything, and and I wasn't feeling very well, but the week before Christmas, I felt okay. So we went to dinner with some friends. And while we were gone, someone broke into our house and stole our Christmas presents and other things. And I remember coming home, and there was like wrapping paper going across the living room floor and out the back door. And that was a night, one of the few nights in my life where I felt like, I don't know if I'm going to make it. I was just so depressed and um, beaten down because it had been a fun night, and then we came home to that. And so we sat down and we had to go through and figure out what, what had been taken. And it was difficult because we had family members coming for Christmas and they had sent presents ahead for us and for each other. You know, and so I'm going through and trying to figure out and calling them and trying to figure out what was gone. And 
But we discovered something in the course of taking stock of what was gone. We discovered all that we still had. And that carried us through that time, and that's carried us through other tough times, and that's carried us through good times, just recognizing that thanking God for all that we have every day. And so I've learned to be very thankful. I'm very thankful for big things and small things and all sorts of things in between. And sometimes I'm thankful for things that people think are kind of silly, but I'm thankful for everything. So I'm thankful that I've been 10 years cancer-free and thankful that I don't have doctors. that I don't have doctors poking me all the time. And some of you know what that's like, to, to not be in a hospital bed. It's a really good thing to be thankful for. And I'm thankful for hair because I, I missed it when I didn't have any. <laughs> and I'm thankful for my husband because going through a tough time together kind of shows what kind of people you are. And I have a really, really great husband, so I'm thankful for him. And I'm thankful for my children who are now 13, 11, and 2. And I get a lot of looks about that, too. Are you crazy? But when I was going through chemotherapy, they said, you probably won't be able to have any more children. And I grieved over that because I came from a large family. I always wanted to have a lot of kids. And then when I was done with the chemotherapy, they said, well, maybe you could have more children. And then there was a long eight years in between maybe and a couple of adoption things that we tried that didn't work out and a couple of miscarriages and a long road to Hannah. So I'm very thankful for Hannah. And she's two now, and she's very funny. And I don't complain about the parts of, of having a baby that are inconvenient or messy or difficult sometimes because I'm just so thankful to have her. So she's fun right now. She likes to sit at the piano and pound and sing. And the other day she was singing... I couldn't tell what the words were, but the tune was, Great is Thy Faithfulness. And we all started laughing because we could recognize it. And she likes to pray. She'll grab your hands. She likes to pray at dinner. And she'll say, Titu, which is thank you. And then a whole bunch of stuff we can't understand. And then, Amen! You know, real loud. So, so we're enjoying her. She's a great blessing. I'm thankful for my dad and his corny jokes that I've heard 150 million times. Because when he's apart, when we're apart, that's what I miss about him. And for my mom... When she thinks my dad's getting out of hand, she has this little thing she does. She kind of rolls her eyes back and says, Ron! <laughs> and so I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for my mom's parents who loved the Lord and they loved me when I was a child and they, they spent time with me and I'm real thankful for that. And I'm thankful that my kids have had grandparents that love the Lord and have spent time with them. I'm thankful that my brothers and sisters, that we all get along, that we all love the Lord and that they all married good people, good quality people. And thankful for time spent laughing with friends and for a chance to read a good book and simple things like a warm bed to sleep in at night and a hot shower in the morning. You know, just being thankful for all those things. I'm thankful for the piece of Godiva chocolate cheesecake I had at the Cheesecake Factory two weeks ago. So it was like wonderful. And I know some people who never had a piece of cheesecake, never had pumpkin pie with whipped cream or fresh strawberries or all the wonderful things that we have. And I'm thankful for the peppermint mocha that I had at the grocery store the other day. I mean, I can drink Starbucks while I'm grocery shopping. I mean, just simple, simple things, just being thankful for everything. And I realize that every good thing in my life comes from God. There's a song that I like that says, life is hard, but God is good. And I, I just totally believe that, that everything good in my life, so everything wonderful and beautiful and exciting and tasty and amazing and comforting and peaceful and all those good things in my life are from God, and they're just a small taste of what it's going to be like someday 
and we spend eternity with him. I'm thankful to the Lord for the opportunity to think about what I'm thankful for. That's, that's been a blessing in itself. Um, I'm also thankful for such a beautiful place um, to come and worship the Lord together. I'm thankful for the prayers of a caring church community. And I'm thankful for the opportunity to pray for you. I'm, I'm thankful for for pastors, for shepherds who care so deeply for their flock. And I'm thankful for all of you volunteers that make Northgate such a special place to, to come and serve and worship and grow. I'm thankful for a precious, loving wife and son and to be able to worship the Lord together with them. I'm thankful for family. I'm thankful for a language of expression. I'm thankful for answered prayers. And I'm thankful for unanswered prayers. I'm thankful for blessings directly from the Lord. And I'm thankful for uh, blessings through people. And an example of um, a blessing that I had through others this year was I was blessed by a very observant and a persistent wife who noticed something on my ear and asked me to go see the doctor, and I did. And I'm thankful for uh, good doctors that were able to identify uh, a melanoma on my earlobe, and they were able to remove it. And uh, so more this year than ever, you know, I'm... I'm thankful for life and for health and for healing. Um, this year I also had um, inflammation in my rotator cuff, and I'm thankful that, that that's doing better now. Um, I'm thankful for, for clean air, for breathing, for tasting and seeing and smelling and hearing. And um, I'm thankful for our country, that for the laws that we have that are just, that help us to be able to enjoy so much of the lifestyle that we that we do. I'm thankful for the freedom to be able to worship Jesus, which is something not everyone's blessed with. I'm thankful for the freedom to be able to speak the name of Jesus, which is another blessing not everyone else has. I'm thankful for peace in our homeland, and uh, may the Lord bring peace to the world. I'm thankful for leaders and public servants that serve us. I'm thankful for, for work to do, for food to eat and drink and a home to live in. And I'm thankful for the work that God has given me to believe in his son, for his gift of the bread of life and living waters and a home to look forward to. I'm thankful for God's word, which never changes, which is true from the beginning, which will never pass away, which cannot be broken, and is a light to our feet and a, a lamp to our path. I said that wrong. Oh, well. um, I'm thankful for God's precious, merciful promises for summer and winter, for seed time and harvest, for day and night, 
for the universe that we see that the Lord made just for us and for the place that God has prepared for us that we don't see yet. I'm thankful for the the promise to take away the wages of my sin, which is death, and apply the penalty for that sin to his son instead of me. And I'm thankful for the promise of victory, even over death, through our Lord Jesus Christ, in whom we trust. Thank you. It's appropriate that Michael would share the eternal framework aspect of it. We have our lives. These are true stories. We have our lives. There's a lot of stuff that goes on in this life. And we carry it with us. And uh, it can seem like brokenness. And sometimes it is leading us another way. But as we weave through this stuff, there is an eternal framework that God has for us so that we can gain the perspective of his goodness, of of his creation. He says in uh, James that we need to consider it a pure joy whenever we face trials of many kinds because we know that the testing of our faith produces perseverance and that the perseverance must finish its work so that we we may be mature. It also says in God's word that though outwardly we are wasting away, inwardly, inwardly we are being renewed day by day. So God is bringing something forth. And we hear that in these lives. We hear that in your lives as well. And I trust that God is working through the stuff that happens in our lives to produce that eternal framework for us. And so today I just want you to see that eternal framework. You'll be with family and there's a lot of stuff that goes on with family. But to see that God works and weaves through that stuff, that God has something redemptive for us, that we hear in the words of Hebrews chapter 13, it says, for here we do not have an enduring city. We don't. But we are looking for the city that is to come. Through Jesus, therefore let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise. Continually. The fruit, the produce of lips that confess his name and do not forget to do good and to share with others for what's with such sacrifices God is pleased. I'm going to ask that you stand as we pray together and then we will close in song. We will be dismissed. But when we want, to, we want us, uh, everyone here to maintain this, this corporate thankfulness and praise to God. Lord, we look to you as the one who created us. And we have this wonderful, miraculous existence that we can't our, produce ourselves, Lord. Only by design and only by your power are we able to, to have the air that we breathe right now and to be able to consume the food that, that you will put before us today that you have made possible by your creation from the ground and from all that you have made. And we look to you, God, and we praise you and we just ask that we will draw on the resources that you have given to us, not only from the earth but from each other and that we will be made and forged in what you desire of us and designed, but we would have a sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving and looking to you. We ask especially this day in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's message. We trust that you'll join us again soon for another uplifting message from Northgate Christian Fellowship located in Benicia, California. 